All right, hey patrons, it's Scoots here. This is, I believe, our seventh episode uh, of, so it'll be one, two, three, maybe our four, the start of our fourth episode, like our seventh 30-minute uh, episode or so, but I'm compiling them into two, each episode, each episode into one episode, so it'll be more of a segment within an episode. Uh, but each segment's about an episode, so that's kind of confused. I mean, it's confusing in a good, sleepy way. But if you just tuned this in for the first time and you're like, Scoots, can I listen to these out of order? I'd say, yes, you can. Where, where's the intro? What's going on? Well, this is just an exclusive patron. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, my patron peeps. It's time for a patron-only exclusive episode of Behind Otter Things. Uh, that only ten and twenty dollar patrons get access to. So you really, uh, this is really sleepy stuff. It's a bedtime story about a bedtime story about making it or something like that. So I'll be telling you in the most chill way possible about the making of episode seven, maybe seven and eight. Like this is interesting. This is a really interesting one because uh, uh, things have like, uh, and I may have talked about this last episode. It looks like my goal was to record one of these every other week, but it looks like 30 days past September, April, June, and November. So it's six, nine plus six is 15. So it's been about two weeks since I recorded this. Uh, um, and what that means is I guess I'm right on schedule, but I guess I feel like I'm off schedule because of the record, like, uh, and I've talked about this a lot, so I'll try not to retalk about the schedule recording stuff and especially these uh, written series trying to get ahead. And again, that goes into my own relationship with my own process and not being a perfect person and having a lot of brain bots to say, hey, Scoots, you, uh, you got to stay, you got to keep up with things. And sometimes, but so my goal with the Otter Things was to record an episode every two weeks with hopefully an opportunity uh, to maybe, uh, catch up one of those weeks, which we did, which I thought we did recently. Uh, so let me look back. So about two weeks ago, I recorded this. I don't know. I'm guessing I recorded this. And then after the next day, I recorded a full episode of Otter Things, but it may not be that, that may not be the case. But so like, I'm, I'm planning on recording an episode of Otter Things tomorrow, which would be episode seven but I think it's corresponding with mostly episode five and six of the TV show Stranger Things, because what happened was like, uh, like we, we really there's uh, we've deviated from the show, not so much like because there's just more sleepy stuff. Like this morning, I listened to episode six of Otter Things, uh, the rough, the not even a rough cut, just a recording of it. Uh, as a part of my getting ready to record process and just double checking stuff for episode seven. So let's go back. So Otter Things episode one corresponded with Stranger. Th- I don't know if you hear that, patrons. Normally I would cut that out, but that was Koa coming down the stairs to check on me. This is rare. Hey, Koa. Hi. Coe's head is in the studio. This is only patrons get access to this kind of stuff because I'd have to cut it out. And I was like, originally I thought she was going to sit here for the first time and I'm petting her right now as I'm talking to you. Isn't this nice, patrons? We get to spend this time together. Hi, Coe. 
You want to lie down and listen to me record? Wow. So this could throw some people's sleep off, but I think this is like the kind of insight that, uh, so normally. You going to lie down? Okay. Lie down. Okay. Hey, you lonely? Yeah, you could lie here. Go ahead. Lie down. I'll be upstairs in about 30 minutes, okay? So we'll see if she, she could never, uh, yeah, she's going to go back upstairs, I think. Let's listen. Maybe not. Maybe she's going to lie down. Hold hold on, patrons. Co is lying right outside the studio. So this is a, we're br- breaking news. So what happened was I came downstairs to record. Oh, now she's going upstairs. So what happened was, um, so the, I guess we didn't, so like usually, Co was an interesting character. She, uh. So I came down, it was about 11 a.m. I came down to record this, uh, and then Koa came downstairs after me. Sometimes, usually during the day, Koa doesn't like to come downstairs, which is the basement, like, uh, but it's where the bedrooms are. Kind of like different, like, uh, but, but so she came down and, uh, she found, like, she didn't follow me down. She came downstairs a few, like, usually if she's going to come downstairs, she's just, like, following me around the house to stay in the same room with me. But today she came down to kind of check on me and say, like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to record an episode. And then I put a yoga mat in front of the studio. I said, do you want to lie here and listen? Seems like you're, like, uh, wanting to be around me more than normal. And she lied down for a second, but then by the time I got everything set up and started to record, she had already gone back upstairs. But then she came back down again, like again, to check. And normally I would say, well, that might mean uh, the old B-L-A-D-D-D-E-R is F-U-L-L. But we, before I recorded, I went for W-A-L-K. So that is not the case because we literally just got back from a W-A-L-K. Also, I have to get, like dog walk somebody else's dog in a little while. So that's what I got going on. Um, so, okay. So that was an interesting opportunity for behind the, behind the scenes for patrons only. Oh, boy. Okay, so going back to where we were. So episode one of Stranger Things and episode one of Otter Things corresponds. Uh, episode two and episode two correspond. And then episode three and episode three correspond pretty well. And then somewhere in four and five uh, and six of the episodes, maybe four and four correspond to two. Now, they're not identical. There's obviously a lot of differences. But uh, somewhere around episode five, uh, when I was record, when I was, re- yeah, I guess when I was recording episode five of, yeah, this is it. So four and four correspond, but then episode five, which I think is a shorter episode. And I said, huh, how am I going to make this work? Uh, as I started writing it, I said, okay, this will be one episode. But then as I recorded it, it ended up going long, like where I was like, okay, this is going to be two episodes, a two parter. For episode five of Stranger Things, Otter Things will be episode five and six. So I said, okay, that's good for our schedule because that means I already wrote it. So I just have to like re- do some more writing to make sure it's long enough uh, 
So I said, okay, well, I could record it in a week. So let's just say like a month ago or three or four weeks ago, I recorded episode five on a, a Friday, we'll say. And then I said, okay, next Friday I'll record episode five, six. Uh, but I ended up as I started writing and on Friday, that Friday, I just said, no, I got to write some more till Monday. So then on maybe Monday, because the days I record full episodes currently, summer of 2020, is Mondays, uh, Thursdays, and Fridays, uh, depending. This is a Thursday, and I had to, like, uh, like it's, but, and then I record intros and the other stuff on the other days. But so it, then I pushed that to Monday. I may have even pushed it again to Thursday and ended up on two weeks. But I had written so much again, which is always a situation you want to be in with sleep podcasts is I have too much material. But normally I don't have like, uh, I don't know, I guess it's different because I'm basing it on a TV show and fictionalizing uh, like uh, in a, making doing a story, whatever. So. Then I sat down to record episode six, and I'd watched some of episode six of Stranger Things just to get a better idea of, um, because I hadn't really got it, like I had to do more about Hop and uh, Joyce and, um, who are those characters? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, but, but uh, Jonathan, but so... Then I sat down to record that episode, which would have been the second half of episode five of Stranger Things as episode six of Otter Things. And lo and behold, that episode went long. I mean, it went into some of episode six, but I never got to Francis and Tefe. And I didn't finish out uh, uh, Bull and or France, Francis and Bull and Tefe and Dari's stories uh, because I think one of the benefits was that I was able to like go a little bit deeper. Like, I, like some of the flashbacks for Billy are longer than Eleven's flashbacks because one is a descriptive, the dialogue is, takes longer than watching it on a screen, but also it's like, Oh, well we can explore a little bit more here. So now what's interesting is that we're no longer like the time has like the the time in the two stories is progressing at the same rates or similar rates. But, uh, so next tomorrow I'm going to record stuff that's from episodes five and six of uh, stranger things for episode seven of odder things. But I don't even know. So, so I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting. It, it just is like uh, the story's kind of taken its own d- direction, which is good. So I think like, so episode five left off, uh, episode five of Otter Things ended at the community resource fair, right? And then episode six picked up at the community resource fair. Oh, I have my notes here for episode six is like, uh, with the squad talking to the professor, then Lenny and Francis and Francis kind of realizing, uh, that Lenny was up to no good and had a contract to be, uh, uh, Willow's agents. Uh, then Leon wakes up at uh, his, his house after getting into the visitor center in episode five. Uh, then we had like in the Stranger Things with uh, the compasses, which was corresponding in uh, Otter Things with uh, tuning forks and uh, figuring out okay, sympathetic vibrations. 
uh, then we had the sequence in Stranger Things with uh, uh, trying to find out who's listening and, and saying, okay, well, how does that correspond to our world and how can it be a little more fun and sleepy? And then I guess like I made these decisions in the last few episodes, like uh, to do less switching, but like, so it's like we spend a little bit more time with one set of characters where we might do like three or four sequences, like a six, I guess maybe right now we're doing like six sequences. So we do two sequences with three sets of characters or uh, three sequences with two sets of characters or two groups of characters with sleep with me, odder things where episode of stranger things might do somewhere between 12 and 16 sequences with three sets of characters or four sets of characters, or there's micro sequences at the lab and stuff like that. So I just find it more conducive for sleeping. It's like these longer sequences, uh, a little more languid. Okay, so let's see. Tuning forks, uh, sympathetic vibrations. Oh, then uh, Leanne goes to Francis's house, and they talk in front of the fans. Uh, faking Lenny, I liked that, playing along. Made me think, okay, more of this uh, play acting is important. Maybe we could visit that later in future episodes. Okay, place below the swamp, whole thing is fake, uh, defending the community theme, uh, music has powers, looking in the wrong place, let's go to the library. And that's important because that's a difference from the TV show. But again, it's like, okay, that's where this next episode is going to pick up with the uh, Francis and Bull is at the library because they tried to figure out like the exposition in the, the episodes five and six of Stranger Things and jumping back to earlier exposition about the lab and all that and, and what the discoveries and mysteries that uh, Joyce and Hopper are unlocking and how's that going to fit in with our story is a little bit different. It has to kind of, it's getting teased out in a different way. And so I feel like there's less of an opportunity for exposition going to, uh, like they go to, uh, I forgot the name of the character whose house they visit, but, uh, where there's a, like a lot of exposition in episode six, of that, I said, well, maybe we need to, to play out the exposition. I feel like Joyce and Hopper, I, like, uh, or Francis and Bull, I want them to do a little more research discovery instead of, uh, um, I don't know, it's just a little bit different way of them uncovering the information. Also, you know, glorifying, what are glamorizing, you know, my chances to Hollywood up uh, libraries and glamorize them. You know, I take any chance they can get. Okay, then we have the squad. They're looking two by, they're two by two looking. Something's odd about that duck-billed beaver. Then we have uh, Billy has, goes to flashback one with the song Signs and Street Signs. And then LJ's not happy, impulsive. Then uh, Willow's not happy with Billy. Billy runs off. And then the ends. The episode ends with the flashback number two. So you see in this episode, we never got any uh, Tefe and Dari uh, just because there wasn't space for it. But I had already written all that. 
So then I wrote more. So it's like, oh, I could write Chari, Darian Tefe, everything that happens to them in episode five uh, and six, kind of write all that out. Uh, um, so we'll see in this episode coming up, I think it's going to be a balance of, because uh, then I say, well, also a lot happens with with the kids, with uh, uh, Al and uh, Lucas. And Lucas says, uh, Lucas goes on a separate thing uh, than L and Mike and Dustin. So so it's like, okay, like, will that come up in this next episode? Probably not, maybe, or maybe we'll touch on it. Because I don't know, it's like, it's always hard for me, especially with this type of writing, to be like, okay, how much time is it, like, how much time is going to go? Uh, and now it's almost like I have even more material. So it's like, okay, let's try to get this material with um, Dari and Francis, or Francis and Tefe. Because basically in the show, the lot, I'll give you what their arcs have been that we haven't covered in other things. So they realize separately that uh, they know that uh, Will, there's something with Will and Barb and something they're, they want to look into it. Uh, Nancy, obviously, is like, we got to investigate. And Jonathan says, okay, you're right. Uh, and then he says, wait a second, my mom is right, too. And she, she, they say, well, let's, instead of telling your mom, let's solve this for your mom or leave your mom out of it. So that's like, uh, then they start to do some training. They also have these, uh, broader, there's all these undercurrents of like, uh, suburb, you know, teen angst suburban lifestyle. What do you want? What you like your kind of idealism as a teen? And, uh, that, you know, Jonathan is kind of like, uh, like an outsider and Nancy's like, was part of like, was slowly becoming part of like the in crowd. So there's that tension, and this is the end of it. So this is how episode five plays out. And then they go looking, and then they have a disagreement as they're looking together uh, for Barb. You know, you know the the um, the bunny in in Stranger Things when they're looking for the big bunny in Stranger Things, and they kind of have this like disagreement, very strong disagreement. Uh, interpersonal about uh well how can you be angsty teen if you're on in the in the in crowd or well aren't you just angsty because you're in the out crowd is it being you know which one is a trope uh and they go back and forth then they make a series of discoveries they discover uh carrots uh then they discover the carrots are being moved uh, then nancy discovers a portal type thing in a tree and then she finds herself in another world, and then Jonathan can't find her. Then in episode six, and again, this works for us because it was kind of seamless, even though there's some cliffhangers. It's like in episode six, uh, Nancy's playing hide-and-seek with the bunny. Jonathan's trying to find Nancy. And again, this one in Stranger Things was tough to sell, tell if, like, Jonathan finds the portal, but he doesn't go into it as it, like... Uh, it was always tough to tell because he's a courageous, he's a tough character to read. I'm not sure if it was just a, like a plot point or if he was like actually afraid to like go into the portal, but it probably was the best idea that he didn't. So maybe it was just a necessary point because if he went in there, then him and Nancy would have had trouble finding their way out. Nancy plays hide and seek. Eventually she gets out of the portal. Her and Jonathan are like, holy macaroni. 
then they go home and they say, let's spend some time together because that was like very overwhelming to like, uh, especially for Nancy, because she was in another world, uh, like or another universe, like parallel universe, basically. Uh, but then Nancy thinks about everything in the shower. And then she says, listen, like, uh, well, at first she says, well, I can't sleep. Uh, and then they say, okay, well, cuddle time or whatever. And that's it. Just cuddling. Then. The next day comes and they say, okay, this is more like, and Nancy says, you know what? While I was sleeping, I decided we have to take further action. And she does this series of research, which she presents to Jonathan and says, okay, I think we could, I think we could take this thing, this bunny and feed it carrots and, and everything will be gravy. Meanwhile, at some point, Steve looks in on them I don't know if that was the night before or today, today, but, uh, so that's another like plot point. And then Steve's with the cool crew. I think it's in the morning cause maybe not though, but whatever they're driving and Steve says, I want to see what's up with Nancy. And they say, Oh, kissy, 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 poo. Yeah. But then Steve discovers that Nancy and also Steve and Nancy had had another interaction where she just kind of says, I got stuff to do. So I'll talk to you later. So Steve's persistent at showing up like, uh, uh, and so then, so then, okay. So we like, what, this is one of my favorite sequences. Just a brief one is that uh, they say, Nancy says, here's what I think. Here's what we should do. Jonathan says, let's do it. Uh, then later they're at a store and uh, which is cool. And they say, what are you doing? I say, bunny looking for, bun- you know, carrot bunny luring. And the dude's like, okay, interesting. I don't know. I thought that was just a cool sequence. Uh, after they get out of the store, they find out that Steve's up to no good and besmirching or whatever you call it, uh, talking, trying to be cool and embarrassing Nancy. Then uh, Nancy tells him off or whatever, but he can't just let it, like, he's just, uh, I don't know. Steve's character is really interesting. Uh, and I wonder if this was all pre-planned or they just discovered it. Like, uh, at this point, he's not a redeemable character in my opinion, but somehow he, it, like, a uh, spoiler, like, uh, gets there. Cause at this point, then he, like him and Jonathan disagree and you see, what's up with this Steve guy? Like, what a jerk, man. Uh, like, uh, then, uh, like, uh, Nancy and Jonathan have to deal with authority figures because Jonathan's and Steve's were raised their voices so much. Uh, and while they're dealing with the authority figures, one of the authority figures says, Nancy, don't you know that this is like a sign someone has a crush on you? Like when they raise their voice at another male suitor. And she says, what? Uh, and then she says, well, this is already awkward. Uh, but she's also kind of like, again, like these different uh, tiny threads of theme. It's like... Uh, well, am I the in? Where am I? Where, where, you know, what do I, what does Nancy really want? I mean, obviously, she's good at like, uh, like she enjoys like do, do, doing this looking into stuff type stuff, which does pay off later, but, uh, in future seasons. But so, 
I think that's it. Is that where it ends? Yeah, I think that's where the episode ends. It's like them waiting for their parents to show up because they're going to be, they say, well, raising your voice in public is not a good thing. So that was that one. Then uh, Joyce and Hopper, like I think we covered that kind of, like at the end of that, Hopper wakes up after going to the lab. That was in this last episode of Sleep With Me Too. And then... uh realizes listening, then goes to Joyce's house. So then what still remains from episode six is them taking action. So what I have to record tomorrow is uh, corresponding with that. So in that episode, they just use, like Hopper uses some of his contacts to find uh, this person that participated in stuff with Modine. Research and they go to visit her, and her sister's there. They say, You got any idea about uh, kids with magic powers? And they say, Well, she like, uh, she's she's taking a long nap, so we can't wake her up because she gets grouchy. And they say, Nap, uh, like, uh, and the sister says, Well, let me give you some exposition and backstory. So she does a lot of the like, like, joy, I don't know, it becomes more of like, uh, like there's a, some visuals of the mom taking a nap and then the sister explaining stuff. And then like, it's like, it was still a mystery that they're untangling. And I mean, I think that's really it in, in the episode, but for sleep with me, it's like, okay, we can also start to untangle a little bit more of the mystery of the swamp because one of the issues with sleep with me versus, uh, stranger things, stranger things is more based on reality. So you say, okay, well, this is what they're up to all this ESV type stuff. And I don't know, it's like I say, okay, the swamp is a different place. So we have to like tease out a little bit more. So I have to have, I I mean, ideally we'll have them do some more research, not very much and you'll be asleep for it, but about, okay, what's going on? When did it happen? Why? All that kind of stuff. So that's basically, Oh, and then, so the, 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 but then there's a whole arc with uh, everybody else through episode five and six or episode six. So in episode six, the squad is split up. So we have Dustin and Lucas or Dustin and uh, Mike, Lucas, and then Al all separated. Dustin and Mike are together. Dustin says to Mike, you got to apologize to Lucas. Mike goes to Lucas's house to apologize, doesn't want to. And again, Lucas is kind of like a truth teller. I guess Dustin is a little bit too, but Lucas's truth is Will. It says, we're Will's friends. Will is what's important. Uh, L is less, is not our friend. Like, Will's our original friend, a member of our party. We got to go help Will. And Mike still says, well, I don't know. I also find this, like, Al's part of our party now. So Lucas says, forget it, I'll go look on my own. So there's a whole thing with Lucas through the episode, going, prepping, going, searching, searching more, discovering. And what Lucas discovers is that the van that he saw by his house is like, a, he discovers everybody leaving the base and traveling by the electric vans. Uh, Dustin and Lucas, they go... Uh, and they start looking for L, uh, and uh, while they're looking for L, they run into the B-U-L-L-I-E-S's, 
and they uh, are not nice to them. Meanwhile, Elle has run off, slept by herself, wakes up, she hears them, but she's also, she goes and gets some egos. Maybe she goes and gets the egos and hears them. Yeah, she does that, but she also has more, well, there's a more sequence with her going and Modi and saying, time for contact. And uh, so I guess I'm stretching this out a little bit, but, but yeah, like, because uh, some of this will be episode eight of Sleep With Me, I think. But um, and so, and then there's like everyone in the lab and he says, don't worry about it. Totally, all will be well. You just focus in your mind. All will be well. And that's flashback one while she's at the grocery store dealing with the authorities. She's, and she kind of becomes super tough. And she says, you know what? I'm taking these egos. Uh, please don't raise your voice at me. Then Dustin and Lucas discover that. And they say, oh, boy, hell's gone this way. Let's keep looking. Then they deal with the B-U-L-L-I-E-S. L saves the day and gets overwhelmed because she uses her powers and the bullies run away. And then at some point, she also has this other flashback uh, to, like, when this is, like, a big reveal, like, uh, that she, when she made contact, uh, she was, like, first curious and felt like uh, a thing, but then she was not comfortable, but her powers actually open up the portal. So then at the end, she says, look at, look at, it's my fault that Will is gone because I was the one that opened up the portal. And Mike says, no, I don't know what Mike says. He just says, we're friends. We'll figure this out together. I don't think he says no. He just says, yeah, we'll figure this out together. We're friends. And then they go back to their Mike's house, but they've been seen by the lab who then calls in. And that's when Lucas sees everybody heading out. Uh, and uh, so that's like where we'll pick up. That's where episode seven of Stranger Things will pick up. Uh, so that'll be interesting. So that's where we are. And, uh, yeah, I hope you're comfortable. All will be well. And I'll probably talk to you right now after this about episode eight. Uh, good night. Hey, patrons, it's Scoots here. I think this is uh, the eighth episode, maybe, of our uh, behind the otter things. I'm not I, I'm not really sure. Actually, while you have me here, I could look it up. Sometimes I joke and I say, but I don't have any idea. But uh, might as well look it up. This is a teaching moment. So I'm going to look up our uh, our tape log, whereas like uh, every time I turn on the recorder, it creates a file name, which follows a sequence. And uh, so then after I'm done recording, because usually I record multiple, this will just be one take. Uh, I, I mean, not one take, but one uh, file. And then it'll be merged or edited together with another file. But uh, so this file has a number and uh, so I'll log it in a spreadsheet. But I say, okay, so yeah, it looks like last week, Patreon Otter 7, we recorded on, I don't see episode 7 here. Oh boy, this tape log is not up to date. Might be because it's on my phone. I don't use it like I'm just accessing it through my phone, the spreadsheet, but uh yeah, and seven nine we recorded Patreon Otter seven, and hopefully on Monday of this week I recorded <laughs> episode seven. If not, I'm like, uh, I basically wait a second, did, didn't I? Or Friday did I record it? I hope so. I think Friday last week I did. Hope I I I, I remember recording it. I just it doesn't see it in the log.
So this is our eighth episode, and we've so I've recorded seven patron behind the Otter Things episodes. Oh, I got to start this out for anybody who's listening to this for the first time. Holy moly, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, my patrons, you're the only ones hearing this. Uh, this is Behind Otter Things, a Patreon exclusive for ten and twenty dollar patrons. Made just for you. Holy moly. Just like, uh, so let's see, there's 5,500 patrons. So only not many people will be hearing this other than you, but, uh, so where, oh, so this episode, so these episodes, I've been putting two of them together. Uh, they're about 30 minutes each. So that way it's around an hour. And where I look at the making of our series, Otter Things, in between recordings. So that's what this will be, like insight into the show, but also you can fall asleep to it, just like most sleep with me things. Uh, But it's exclusive just because it gives you a real insight into the podcast, and it's a little bit different tech. I mean, it's not that different, but I don't know. It's just something fun for patrons to see if it works. If it does work, we'll try something even different with... uh, Great British Bake Off. Uh, so I have to check the numbers to see if these are getting listened to and then if it's worth it to patrons or we think anybody else would become a $10 patron, I would do behind, well, i do like the facts of the Great British Bake Off. So we'll see if that's possible. Uh, but uh, where were we here? Um... I mean, it's more like about, hey, so, so like if you're in a position to stick around being a patron, and they uh, said, well, let's add these things in. I don't know. I like surprises. Oh, so, oh, so, okay. So we're going to talk about, well, here's what's interesting. There's a couple of things we're going to talk about tonight. Mo, Emmett, Otter and, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, mostly, and then a little process stuff. Because when you listen to the last episode, so Stranger Things, which is, so is one part of making this season and watching Stranger Things and then breaking those episodes down and then figuring out how to make a bedtime story that's kind of parallel or a tribute or a parody or a satire or, you know, vaguely influenced uh, is how we've been making this. And so... Right now, for the first seven episodes or six episodes of Stranger Things, we'll end up with eight episodes of Sleep With Me, it looks like. I'm not positive because I haven't recorded episode eight yet. And that was not intentional. So last week, before I made it, we were going to cover the goal last week's episode when we were recording it and we wrote it for episode seven of Otter Things was to cover Darian Taffey's journey which was going to um, p- kind of parallel Jonathan and Nancy's journey from both episodes six and seven of Stranger Things because they had an overlapping uh, journey between those two episodes. Um, or it was like one continuous story. I mean, I guess the whole season is. But really, they did have a full arc there where they went out and then they returned. and. Uh, so we, we, we had to cover that and then we had to recover kind of the uh, second half of Francis and Bull's journey, which is a mini arc of uh, that, uh, Joyce and Hopper went on 
that started with both episodes with Hopper or uh, Bull returning, going to uh, Joyce uh, Francis' house and saying, hey, you were right all along. And this is much bigger than we can even understand or grasp. Uh, and then saying, okay, well, let's learn more and find Will, Willow. And so, uh, uh, so then after that, th- that was at the end of an episode, I think. And then in the second half, or the, then part of, uh, that was towards the end of episode six. And then through episode seven, they went out and they gathered. It was a little bit expository uh, and, and, and very necessary. So I thought last episode we'd be able to cover both those things, but we were not successful at doing both those things. And I think, I, I guess I haven't listened to that episode yet, but I think we covered, we got we caught up with, uh, we got everything with Nancy or uh, Tefe and Francis, Nancy and Jonathan. So we got them... I think yet yeah, to the point where they are, will reconnect with uh, Joyce and uh, Hop or Francis and uh, Bull, but we just now we have to get Francis and Bull to gather this exposition and then get back and and meet up with uh, Dari and Tefe and um and let's see so um hmm. Uh, where oh, so I guess yeah, like a lot of that is written, so that still has to get recorded because it didn't make it into last week's episode, and because it, it was like a, the exposition's a little bit different because a lot of the history. I think I talked about this on the last episode that you maybe heard last time. It's like uh, they go to a library, you know, the 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 stories are separating a little bit between the show and and our story. You know, just because I have to find, like, uh, metaphysical ways of keeping stuff sleepy, but still interesting and and fitting with the story. So that'll happen. Then we also still have to finish off the the episode seven of what I call the squad, or right now the squad is split up, uh, or the squad's split up three ways currently, so... At some point in the show, Lucas uh, said no. Once again, Lucas was like one of the truth tellers saying, no, our job is to find Will. And I'm dedicated to that. And then uh, uh, Dustin and Mike were having strong feelings about that. Then Elle had her own strong feelings. So those groups all separated. And that happened over the course of episode seven which we haven't covered. We left off, last we left off was when they all separated. Maybe Elle had one, uh, or, or uh, Billy had one look back, flashback, uh, as that episode came to a close. So ideally, tomorrow I have to record something else, a crossover with We Fix Space Junk, um, is what I have on the schedule for recording tomorrow. That's a full episode. So hopefully my episode record, so hopefully on Monday would be when I would plan on recording episode eight. So again, we're getting some time, like, because I'm writing, I don't know, because the writing has been kind of denser, like, and when it's denser, I'm able to stretch it out more too. This is really, one, putting us in a good place, uh, 
timeline wise for like keeping it keeping on schedule but it's also like okay now we have two episodes of stranger things left uh will those end up being two episodes of sleep with me or three episodes of sleep with me we get into a luxury position because our time crunch has been lessened just because things have been pretty efficient the last like two or three 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 four weeks in the last four weeks, we probably recorded three episodes of Odder Things, which is a lot. I mean, a, a, a tremendous amount. Uh, like, we're one full episode extra. And then, like, if, if we record on Monday, that'll be like a five-week span. Or a six-week span, we'll have recorded three. Yeah, five-week span, maybe we'll have recorded three or four episodes uh, of Odder Things, in addition to everything else we record. So, yeah, ideally on Monday I'll record something interspersed, and I really do have to be a little bit more firm with myself on we got to get this, we do have to get all this in one episode. Otherwise, then it's really, we're really falling out of sync too far, I think. Uh, but we do have a lot because there is a lot. There's like, okay, the exp- exposition and backstory that Joyce and, or that Francis and uh, uh, bull discover about okay, what is going on? Uh, like uh, at this place beyond the swamp and some philosophical stuff. So I could cut that down. Then we also have to cover the squad stuff, which is like uh, Willow and Vaughn looking for Billy and then uh, eventually running into some kids that aren't super nice and then bringing reconnecting with Billy and bringing Billy back home also originally visiting with uh, LJ and LJ saying no we're here to our job is to find our friend that's my mission then LJ has a separate arc uh, where LJ or or, or uh, Lucas in the series goes out uh, on their own in search and discovery, but in a discovery way that pays off in the next episode of the show. And then Billy has a pretty big, pretty like powerful, it's almost something you could miss because it's powerfully powerful and subtle. And I guess this is like my third, fourth, fifth time watching this series. So for me, it was really pungent uh, the way that episode uh, six of Stranger Things ends because we have like Billy is separated so there's like she really has a strong emotional arc Al in that episode uh, where she starts off looking in the water and not happy then she has these, a series of flashbacks uh, where she's kind of Modine's manipulating her and pressuring her and then she goes to a grocery store and she kind of has this more sort of confidence or self-awareness or just a, like a steamy uh, kind of upset feet you know strong anger i guess i don't know how else to say it uh like i was gonna say steaming out her ears or whatever but then uh during in another flashback and then she goes and deals with the not nice kids and mike she reconnects with the Mike and uh, Dustin, and then she has one last flashback, and then she says, Mike, it's my fault. Like, I'm the one that opened the portal. So we got to cover all of that, and most of it's written, actually. I got to do, let's see, so today I wrote Elijah's Journey. I uh, finished up, I drew a, a diagram with Elle's thing. 
or Billy's thing because it is pretty different than the show. And I think I maybe touched on one other thing that we have. So we just got to kind of figure out a couple other logistical things and then do some replotting. So I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday writing should be enough. I don't know if I'll like, uh, it could be, you know, Monday, it could be a little bit worried or something and not try to procrastinate, but we'll see. So that's everything that's going on with the writing side. Then last night, and I've been meaning to do this, I watched uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. And I watched it with my daughter. It was actually the first time she's ever seen it. And I guess it's free on Amazon Prime is where I watched it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because it isn't like, I don't know who owns it. Well, I think the CBC owns it. Uh, Like, I mean, when I was researching the series, I do know that. And I guess this is, like, I highly recommend watching it not as a holiday special, but, uh, like, if you're, like, into story and stuff, because it was really interesting watching it without, with a detail. I mean, we were kind of like, oh, we're celebrating holidays in July, me and my daughter. But for me, I don't know, I wasn't watching it with any nostalgia at the time because she was watching with fresh eyes. And then I was kind of looking at the lens through this series and... I don't know, I just felt like I, maybe I was just in a vulnerable place. But holy moly, like, uh, a few things I noticed. Uh, I mean, the music is one thing, uh, so I'll leave that aside because, uh, the, you know, that you can just discover on your own. Uh, it is a very, I think it's only an hour long, maybe. I don't know, I actually have no idea because I wasn't paying attention. And it does start off very slow, a very slow build to where I almost lost my daughter. But, uh, like, uh, but then they have a beat with the, 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 the not super fun time band. So they usually use that. I didn't realize how many appearances they had, but they really do add some momentum. But if you want to talk about a mo- like a, a special about something, that is like intimate and emotional and really like holy moly like uh and i don't know if it's just where i'm at like the theme came through to me and these emotional journeys and these emotional connections and the sadness and the dignity i i like like my mind was blown really and i mean henson and jim henson and the henson everybody that's on the henson team particularly at that time or the muppet team or whatever i don't know like uh i mean they had a history of being able to do this uh through puppetry and story and music and dialogue but man, what a story, like a very simple story based on, you know, a lot of like a couple of different famous stories of their own. But I mean, like, just think about it, like that they were very, very poor, uh, Emin and his mom, and they were on their own and just barely like getting by the dignity of this, like they had to work, uh, uh, and I don't know. And then the loss they had experienced and they, they even touch on that in direct ways. I mean, my daughter was a little bit confused because they, they first, they talk around it, but then they talk about it. Uh, and Emmy kind of jokes about it. Uh, 
But yeah, like the father, the like loss of the father is kind of always there. Along with he wasn't really like a, a super provider anyway. Like Ma was always kind of the the foundation of the family, and because the father was actually a, 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 a um a slippery oil salesman. And I don't know. And then the, the, like the desire, the wanting, I mean, not just the emotional wanting, but like the, uh, consumer wanting, like, I mean, wanted this guitar, wanted a piano. I mean, they symbolized something, but then the, 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 I don't know, like, I mean, guess watching with your kid and then seeing like, Oh, I don't know. It's just so like, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I might sound like I'm overdoing it, but I don't, I, holy cow. It was just like raw for me in a good way. Uh, or I felt raw. I said, man, like, uh, I don't know, it brings you back to what really is important. And it wasn't about, oh, I mean, a story really isn't about like, even about gift giving or sacrifice to give a gift for another person. It's about, uh, like, uh, how hard it is and how, how important, how like powerful love is, uh, or how love feels or what love is like, uh, inside of struggle and, uh, like showing that struggle I mean, in a puppet way, in a very, I mean, some people say, oh, come on. Like, but it, I mean, in a, in, like, this is a more of an emotional story than a doc, documentation of anything. So I don't know. That stuck with me because I said, oh, it's just about like, oh, I wanted to give you a gift. So I'm going to try to do this and then it's going to backfire. And then I've given up the thing that, uh, but they're like giving up one another's prized possessions uh, to try to give them something more. Uh, so I don't know. That that is like very interesting to me too. So I don't know. Like it really stuck with me. And then of course the ending, and there's this unexpected ending. I kind of forgot about the other kid, two kids, uh, and some of the comedy with the the, the uh, talent show. And then yeah, the 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 uh, the Dreamtime band, their multiple appearances, and then some of the effects in the puppetry. So I said, wow, like, uh, holy moly. And then also that they don't live in a swamp. So I said, okay, well, like, I don't know. It gave me some stuff to be like, okay, let's focus uh, not on the, on the on the stuff that lies below the surface, which is, like, more important for a sleep podcast and a story. Anyway, it's like, oh, when I go back to outer things now, remember what's important is what, like, you feel and what lies below the surface uh, and, what, like, uh, how you can evo- evoke that. And then in a sleep podcast, it's, like, in a very indirect way where for this time watching it matter evoked it for me in a visceral way, but not a super visceral way because, again, there's all these lighthearted moments, uh, and the softness, and then even these mini things, like they go to fix the fence, it's like, oh, this isn't fixing the fence, this is mending the fence. Uh, uh, or then going there, and the mom kind of shows up as she's shy, and then at the talent show, the guys lose their song. So, I don't know, it really, like, uh, I don't know, amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, 
I mean, now you say, okay, that's why the, this is timeless. It's not because of the pub. I mean, it's everything coming together, but it's really what lies below the surface. And it's like, wow, like uh, that's, oh, oh, the other thing is this is not really, they, they don't live in a swamp. They live near a swamp. I mean, so, so I said, okay, I guess in my mind, I thought it was a swamp, but I guess I did know that it was winter time. And that it was, they were experiencing winter. I guess it maybe takes place. Huh? Here's what's interesting. I mean, continuity is not important on sleep with me either. But they're they're rowing on the river at the beginning of the episode, and I think the episode just takes place over a few days. But then the river or another river is iced over. Maybe it was a pond by the end. But that could happen. I guess that happens in some places where it just gets really cold. They even have the rich, like, mayor lady, uh, the fox, uh, and then the, 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 the frog who runs the restaurant, the river's roost, I think. Uh, so in all in all, it's just a really, really cool, and I, I don't know, really cool to rewatch. I highly recommend rewatching it when it's not the holidays. It'll be fun. And, it, yeah, I think it's given me something to think about. Uh, underneath the surface, like I said, of, of uh, odder things. And, and yeah, I'm glad that when I thought of this, I think it came out of an intro and thinking about odd and odder and then saying, oh, wait, odder things. And then with the idea of like, oh, what if the world of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas uh, could cro- cross with uh, Stranger Things? And I think it's better set in a swamp um but again, it's like very similar. Like, okay, we have towns. We're uh, we're human. We're, we're we're whatever you call it, anthropomorphized. I don't know what the word is. Uh, but we're walking around. We're sentient, conscious beings. I mean, that has much more of a linkage in our story uh, underneath. I don't think it'll be re- even revealed in season one. But uh, so that's different, but like, of like, uh, okay, we are, we, we're a community. And I think probably where, uh, odder things is said is it's probably a town about the same size and not the same town, obviously. Uh, I mean, Emmett had a big career after in between those two things and then generationally. Uh, I don't think it all lines up perfectly. And yeah, and then there's a river bottom and, and other things. So I don't know. It really remind me how much I enjoy making this, and then the opportunity to explore all this stuff in order to make bedtime stories is such a wonderful. I'm so thankful for it. Uh, and then that you support the show at a level that I, then I can even look more in depth at it, and then try to make that in a sleepy or present it in a sleepy voice. So, so I really appreciate it. You know, really appreciate your support. And I think I think this is like one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, five, six, seven, eight. So this would be the second half, I guess, of an episode. So uh, good night. Thanks.